Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we speak to small cap CEOs about important news at their companies. With us today, happy to have him back, Alan Barry Labucan, President CEO, Advanced Gold, trades on the venture under the stock symbol AAX. For those of you who are new to the story, uh, they own 100% of the Tabascana Silver Mine in Zacateas. That's their flagship property where they're investigating a 3,500 meter long continuous high chargeability induced polarization anomaly. If you don't know what that means, don't worry about it. Alan's going to talk about it. Uh, what they believe is that the northern portion of the anomaly is the potential plumbing system for what appears to be a very large system. And in fact, in the last press release, they announced that in hole 15, they hit, let me read it, 2.15 meters of 664 grams per ton of silver. Big number, as well as in hole 16, 1.3 meters of 5.45% zinc. Here to talk about it is AB. Welcome back, man. George, good to be back, man, especially with these results. Yep. And I, by the way, I got to tell you something right off the bat. You look fantastic. You're healthy, <laughs> and that's a good sign for the company because it means, you know, things you're happy, and that means you're healthy. And, and let's yeah, find I'm out why. In- I'm living in Mexico, George, and I live in uh, the place that's probably the silver capital of the world. 10% of the silver ever produced comes from Zacatec Estate. And so there's big mines everywhere around me. And for a Canadian mining exploration guy, it's um, a bit of like uh, the Muslims going back to Mecca, (laughs) this golden Mecca. So let's talk about what you found because you are an elephant country and you've been really persistent on this. When you first got there, not a lot of people believed a lot of doubters, a lot of people wondering what the heck is he doing over there, but you keep moving the ball along nicely. Unlike our Dallas Cowboys, you keep moving the ball along nicely. So first of all, before we dive into it, there are a lot of people who don't know, you know, what does it mean to have 2.1 meters of 664 grams turned the of, of silver and 1.3 units of five and a half percent zinc. Can you kind of give that, put that into a layman perspective first? How good is the news if for, for a region like this? Okay, yeah, I wanted to unpack that a little bit for your audience, George. Um, first of all, when you're looking at size, um, we, we, have a, um, we have an anomaly that's 3,500 meters continuous. It's a high chargeability anomaly. And what that kind of geophysical survey does is it picks up the sulfides, okay? Sulfides are what you get when a volcano comes up. It's like in the ash of the the ash field of a volcano, right? So uh, your sulfides are what you're looking for. And um, and, uh, um, sorry, I just got a bit of an interruption there for a minute. That's all right. Hey, that's that's part of Zoom, buddy. Yeah, and working with the COVID thing. Um, So it picks up the sulfides and um, we have drilled it. We've drilled three holes down at the south end because that's where it came closest to surface. And there we hit disseminated sulfide. So kind of tells you you're way out at the end of the sulfide field or the farthest from the volcano, if you will. Right. And uh, so then we, we stepped out 2100 meters and you know George that's not an insignificant thing like most of the explorers you watch they're they're doing these incremental little 
little step outs and they're they're more trying to keep the project alive than they are trying to understand it my thing is always about trying to find a mine so um we stepped out 2100 meters i, I don't know if that's a step out that's 2.1 kilometers <laughs> yeah i mean it's almost like you went to, to a totally different uh universe right but well i'm that's a good observation and i'm gonna come to a when i get to the end of this preamble all right there's a you'll understand why that is an important thing to point out so we we drilled over here 2100 meters from the the whole 15 and uh, we hit a zone of uh, sulfide semi-massive sulfides so we went from disseminated which is like in a glass of water it's 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 very diluted so like down to a little bit right when you're in the semi-massive sulfide you're getting closer to the volcanic event and you have less dilution so it's semi-massive we hit good grades in the disseminated and then now we hit a 10 meter zone of uh, or 6.5 meters of uh, 5% zinc and some other I think 2.2 of it was zinc and then some other was a little bit lower grade but um, a, a continuous semi-massive sulfide uh, zone. So now it looks like we're in a traditional VMS type uh, system and um, we're looking for massive sulfides. So then I get some assay results back from hole 15 and we hit a extremely high grade vein, uh, 660 grams of silver. So, you know, you're talking about 500 ton rock uh, based on the current price multiplied by the, the grade. And, um, and above that, Historically, we don't know if it was in the last two, three hundred years, but somebody went down and mined with rudimentary methods down 10 meters. No way. So we're now down about 80 meters from that, and we hit this high grade. So uh, it looks like we've tagged a, a new high grade vein. And what also makes it exciting is that um, the uh, we, we, we weren't sure about this rock to be honest our qp geologist wasn't certain it would run so he took a sample uh for two meters then he left 5.6 meters then he took another two meters and in that two meters is where we hit 660 grams in the first two meters we hit 200 grams over two point some meters and the rock looks the same in that we left out in between so we're going to go back and assay that Actually, I should be going like this because that's the direction of the dip. Um, but anyways, uh, we should be, uh, we're, we're going to go back and do that because it looks like what we have is a much larger vein than is what's typical in this area. Two to four meters is what makes all the mines here. And these are world-class mines like Mag Silver, 60 miles from us. Their veins are two to four meters wide, four or 500 grams of silver, and it'll be a cash making machine because we're in the lowest cost area in the world. But those are two to four meters. It looks like down where we got this high grade, we might be looking at 10 meters or more, a little bit more possibly. So uh, we already know four meters and then the gap in between. So um, getting back to that two world comment you made, it's yeah, like- to, yeah, It wasn't a step out. It's like you went to a completely different universe. Yeah, but kilometers away. 
what it, the two different worlds, if you will, is one looks like a sulfide. Even in hole 15, I wasn't aiming for, uh, for the vein. I was aiming for the sulfide zone, so we drilled a vertical hole and we hit the vein. So uh, it's kind of an accidental hit. And I always pay attention to those because a lot of the great minds in the world are made up of accidental hits. Look at Voises Bay in, in uh, Newfoundland. They were looking for diamonds uh, and they found nickel, uh, a VMS nickel rich, cobalt rich uh, deposit. So yeah, you always want to pay attention to those accidental hits. So where are you, where are you at now in terms of Obviously, you have to. You're forming a new theory now. I'm assuming, right? Because you're saying it's, it's an accident, accidental hit. You weren't expecting to see that there. So, what's the theory that you guys are are working on or formulating? And then, what do you do next to to try and prove that out? Well, to be quite honest with you, George, it's the same theory I started when we hit a couple holes really early. Um, we had sulfides in the uh, conglomerates, um, which is unusual to get sulfides in the conglomerate. So I knew there had to be a sulfide system causing this somewhere. Uh, but then we started drilling and we found a network of veins and uh, with no sulfides in them. So it's like a tale of two, two cities or whatever that, that, that uh, play is yep. called. And uh, we have the sulfide system to target and now we have a vein system with a high grade vein in it to target as well. So it's, uh, there's your, your two worlds, if you will. You got uh, hole 17 is under, is currently underway right now. Yes. Um, it's, hole 17 is near the, uh, the, the, um, the, the, the high grade zinc hit. Right. Uh, Cause it's on the same collar as hole 16. Correct. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so tell us about that one and what, what, you're, what you're trying to accomplish with that one. Well, right beside, so we did a long line of geophysics about 4,000 meters long. And uh, that's where we picked up this continuous chargeability anomaly. And then when we hit, on, when we hit the sulfide, the semi-massive sulfides, I wanted to try to get a better picture of that model, uh, of that more than one line. So we did subsequent parallel lines, two on either side at 75 meter step outs. And um, in those, to the, just to the east, 75 meters, we found a, it, it, it got bigger and it got closer to surface. So that's the one we're drilling now. There's another, at 150 meters from the main line, there's a there's another big anomaly and it it's like double the size of where we're drilling hole 17, but it was easy to collar it at seven, 16 and shoot for 17. We might even use the same collar to hit for 18 as well. But now I have to decide: uh, Are we going to go for the sulfide system, um, which we the, this last batch gave us plenty of reasons to get excited for both, or do I? go back to change 18 to go and drill some shallow holes in between the, the yep. old workings and the, uh, where we hit it in the drill hole. Does it have to be an and or? Does it have to be a choice between the two? Or can you, uh, can you go for both? 
I mean, obviously it takes a little longer, but, or is it, or is that a case, or is this a case of time and money? You know, you've got to do one, you've got to pick one over the other. Well, I'm always trying to maximize my money for um, one time I interviewed uh, Andre Guman who ran Osisco. And uh, I, I said to Andre, you know, what really makes you proud about what you're, you've done in your, your career with finding minds? He said two things, Alan. One is that um, uh, when I get to walk on a place where there's a mine and 500 people are working now, he said, that really makes me a happy uh, mining guy. He says, the other thing is that I always pride myself on being the lowest cost discoverer. Because if it costs you little to discover, it usually costs you little to mine it as well. And that's pre precisely why I moved down here to Mexico was because we're in a place where infrastructure is everywhere. The power, the roads. I mean, how uh, close are you to the road? You've told me, but just for people, like, how close are you to the road right now? Oh, literally from this, uh, I have a map here. And uh, okay, so... This is the road to Ojo Caliente. Can you see that? Yeah, yep, yep, no problem. That bluish part is the road to Ojo Caliente. And we hit it, we hit hole 15 is right here. Oh, that's just a bit off the screen. Maybe hold a little higher. Oh, there. So hit 15 is right at that red dot. So, so that's if on a scale, how close is that? Uh, 500 uh, meters. From the <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be kidding me. From the road to the to the hit is 500 meters. You gotta be kidding me! No, 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 no. Someday, at the end of my career, I'm going to tell you some secrets about Mexico. Uh, those secrets right now are my advantage down here in Mexico. So until I sort of write the history of my uh, my involvement down here in Mexico exploration, I want to keep some of those secrets to myself. Hey. Question for you, and I don't blame you for that, by the way. I'll ask you afterwards when you think I'm not recording, but I am. And then, but uh, question for you: How about the fact that what advantages what advantage is it that these uh, this all seems to be taking taking place at very shallow depths? I mean, if you find some here, are you at the point where you, can you get to the point where you just kind of scooping out of the ground, generating cash flow? Well, not scooping it out of the ground, George, m m easier to permit and uh, easier to make money at fast is an underground operation. And there is already underground workings very close to, to where we are. So, um, you know, it would probably be an amendment to our current mining license. Um, but uh, to go underground, just extend where, where the underground workings are, we're close enough to do that. But I mean, this, that kind of a situation, George, you could bring something theoretically, folks, I'm not saying this is what we're gonna do. Uh, I'm looking at myself as a professional in the industry and looking at what's out there, but something like this could be brought into production probably for less than $50 million. And it would be a cash generating machine. Yeah, cause uh, that's the biggest problem. Uh, man, how many times have we been let down where, you know, George Gold makes a great find, and then we say, "Well, all we got to do is raise seven hundred fifty million dollars to get this stuff out of the ground. All we got to do is raise five hundred million, four hundred million. Say, geez, Louise, this is never going to happen, you know? Because yeah, it's uh, it's usually deep, and you know, you got to spend five years in a development discount window and all this. I mean, 
we could theoretically be developing while we're exploring still. So it could be the it could be the generation generative project of a of a of a mining company um, that wants to start out as a mining company. I'm not saying that's what I want to do. Um, but you've got I'm, options. You've I'm got, an exploration. You've got options. I'm an exploration guy first and foremost, George. So, um, but my friend um, Ewan Downey at Premier Gold is an explorationist as well, and he's surrounded himself with mining people, and now they're a um, uh, one of the best uh, small mining companies out there. And uh, he's using the old formula, and who knows, maybe we'll use the old formula. On a scale of one to 10, how happy are you with the progress of advanced gold? I'm not talking about stock price. I'm talking about as a company with, with what you set out when you first started, and now you're here. If you, had, if you had known that you'd be here at this time a couple of years ago, on a scale of one to 10, how happy are you with how the company's positioned right now? Well, first I'd put it into context, George, you know, we've done a few of these interviews and you've asked me about what I'm looking for in the future. And if people go back and look at those interviews, they're going to see that we're doing what I was hoping for in the past, what was hoped for in the past, we're now doing with the drill rig. So, and I'm very cognizant of the reality that you know, to make a mine, what really happens is the trend that you're talking about, George. You keep moving the ball forward. Uh, and, um, and, you know, by doing that, we've accidentally come across a new high-grade vein. But we're using the science of geophysics and geology to, and to lead our drilling, and, and we're finding what we're supposed to. So I think that that will only ramp up in the future. Um, so... I'm very happy about where we are right now, George, as an explorationist. Um, I think that as a as a, someone who also wears an analyst hat with my uh, my own uh, um, reports, uh, I also look at what's out there, and uh, I'm very well aware of what's out there and the valuations that are being put on those companies. And um, um, you know, our valuation is under ten million dollars, which is I can't believe people are interested in selling it at these valuations. I, I think the only conclusion is to be buying it um, based on what we've found. If you're in this exploration business, which takes on added risk, these are the kind of things you're supposed to be looking for. How long do you think it'll take you, Alan? Okay, so you, you, you're, you're, you're hot on the beat right now. Clearly, like you said, you, you moved from disseminated to semi and you're, you're really hot on the trail. What ballpark timeline do you, do you guys have in your head as to when you start to really get a good idea, when you can really firmly say, we've got something, now it's just a question of how big, but we, we've, we've made our shareholders you know, pretty wealthy, or God forbid, man, we're chasing something that hasn't worked out. But how much time do you think you need to get to that determination now? Well, you've kind of asked two questions there, George. You've asked one based on success with the stock price and one based on success with the drilling. Yeah, not stock price. Yeah, you're right. Drilling I'm talking about where you get to okay. the point where, wow, we found something great for the shareholders here. Well, you know, with my knowledge of the business, I say we're there right now. Um, you know, uh -huh. our, our, our geologist who's – 
you know, the foremost expert on Mexican geology. He ran the Geological Survey of Mexico for 30 years. Uh, he knows every mine in Mexico off the back of his hand. And uh, he thinks that, he said his words were, I mean, take this as we're exploration as we're excited. But he says, we've got a big treasure down there and we just have to keep moving forward to find it. So, on, that, on that note, uh, obviously you're going to keep moving forward to find it. So uh, give everyone, uh, you're on hole 17 right now. How, how, how big is this program? So when, do, when does this next phase of drilling end? Well, I really don't think there will be much of an end. George, we have two targets to chase. We have a, a VMS type target, which is tremendously exciting because we're seeing good grades. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> we're seeing good grades in the, um, in the disseminated and the semi-massive sulfides. So now if we find the sulfides, you know, you should be looking at a tremendously higher grade because getting back to that dilution thing, George, you're now in what is less, hardly any dilution. It's practically all sulfides in that glass instead of, you know, a little bit at the bottom or a little bit more. Now the whole glass is full of sulfides. So, you know, that's where you're expecting to see the big, uh, big, tremendously exciting grade. So, so drilling It'll proceed pretty consistently, the, the you know, drilling results, drilling results. That's sort of in the northern end of the target. Then we've got this vein, high-grade vein to chase now. So, you know, it's easy to see us continuously drilling, maybe shut down a little bit for Christmas. But the beauty of Zacatecas, Mexico is it's year-round drilling season. Um, so nothing really stops us but holidays. Well, what I may end up doing is just driving down there since it's 500 meters from the road just to check up on you guys every once in a while. Wouldn't that be something just to walk up, just to walk in on you guys, right, as you're doing the work? But that's that's amazing. Bring your video, bring your video recorder, George. It would be fun to get out to the property and show you where the underground workings are. Yeah, exactly. Bring this your is my video phone. recorder. That's all I got to bring. Yeah, my buddy, he's done a documentary off of completely off of an iPhone. So... Um, yeah, you should come down anytime, man. We'll do a video from right on the property, right at right at the head frame that we have on our property. You know, they say the best place to look for a new mine is where from the shadows of a head frame. We have our own head frame. Powerful, powerful stuff, man. Congratulations on how far you guys have come along. I'm ecstatic for you because, look, maybe some people watching don't know our history, but you and I met. 15 years ago, I've just had a great relationship. You're the BNN guy, the newsletter guy, uh, but you always had that saying that the, the drill bit is the truth machine, right? There was something like, something like that, the truth machine, yep. the drill bit is the truth machine. Yep. And always loved your style. And to see you now putting your money where your mouth is, you've moved to Mexico. I mean, this is not just a little, this isn't just a little treasure hunt for you. You're dead serious about it. And the fact that you hit these two holes 15 and 16 and now you've got a rich vein to uh to chase i'm happy for you and you don't have a bigger cheerleader out there man congratulations nah, on what you guys George. have done and you know it's uh it's tremendously exciting for me because i'm really not supposed to be finding this stuff george i'm not a geologist i i have 30 years of experience in exploration poking holes in the ground 
um, but uh, I'm not a geologist, but uh, uh, Murray Pezen found a couple of the greatest mines in Canadian history. So uh, uh, he was a butcher before he became a promoter and never was a geologist. So it, it can be done, it has been done. And uh, uh, I think we've got something tremendously exciting down here, George. The world is full of successful business people who weren't specifically trained in their trade but use their brains, applied knowledge. And sometimes, now we're getting off a small tangent, but sometimes that's what's necessary because the guys who are trained are locked in, very narrow, whereas the guys that aren't apply a bigger picture thing to it, and that's how you get some... George, my boy, you get wiser every time you hang out with me. Uh, That's the reason why I believe that the industry has such a difficult time finding new minds is they're all now you're making me give you more of my trade secrets they're all focused on you know sort of the textbook oh a b c d e f g oh no. c didn't work out so i gotta go me i just keep following the truth machine and the truth machines lead me in the right direction so i'll keep doing that You've been watching, or if you've been listening by podcast, to Alan Barry Laboucan, President CEO, Advanced Gold, uh, trades in the TSX Venture and the stock symbol AAX. It's almost like he picked that. So in case you're looking for the company out of the phone book, he'd be at the top of the list, right? You know, double AX, Advanced Gold. Uh, you've heard what he's had to say. Do your due diligence. Get over to the company's website. Uh, and uh, and make sure you keep advanced gold on your radar because it's a very fluid situation. It's moving, and you don't want to miss it next time they come out with their results. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great day. See you next time.